0: Welcome back Babylonians. Hi Babylonians, I missed you.
1: Babylonians, today's episode is brought to you by Hugh Kitchen. Hugh is a family founded chocolate and snacking company focused on creating products that match ultra simple ingredients with unbeatable taste. Built on a strong mission to help people get back to human, Hugh only uses simple, real, and responsibly sourced ingredients. Hugh obsessively vets every ingredient to unite unbeatable taste with unmatched simplicity. They go beyond what is easy and expected to ensure that their products and practices are ethical and put both humanity and the human body first. All of Hugh's products are gluten-free, dairy-free, refined sugar-free, and aren't heavily processed. Use code POD for 15% off your next purchase at Hugh Kitchen. That's code POD. POD, T-O-D, for 15% off at dot com, And find out why Hugh helps people get back to
0: humans.
1: I'm not by myself, so you don't have to hear me. But thank you for listening to the final three-parter you know, episode.
0: They don't have to hear you? You're doing all the talking?
1: <laughs> you don't have to hear me
0: by myself. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, it's been a crazy week. It's been a day. It's it's, it's been a year. Who are we kidding? <laughs> I did feel more rested because of the the daylight savings time. So I didn't go to bed till four thirty in the morning. So I'm in it. Jeez, what are you doing? Watching, I was watching Korean movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So we're gonna we're gonna take it down a few notches. Yes, because I mean that Shanda Sharer case was heavy Marfianas. and awful. and I've got some um, some, we finally have been requested some cases <laughs> hey, by this friend named Nate on
0: Twitter. Also Lauren, we have a Lauren friend requested yes. too. Yeah, we so we've got I've I've got some heavy I mean, that's all I'm saying is that there have been a couple of reports. <coughs> and
1: it's exciting mm-hmm. because we want to do those cases and I want to do them justice. And this um the, the story that we're gonna talk about today isn't a true crime story, it's a survival story. So
0: Ooh, it's good.
1: But before we jump into it, I have some promos from some of my podcast pals. I'm gonna play a couple of them, so enjoy
2: those. Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast, Have You Seen It?, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked, and what I didn't like about the shows. And I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at official hysi. that's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I, and make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash hysi. Let me help you find your new favorite show.
3: Hey, this is Mark Jolliffe a.k.a. DJ Soundwave, host of the Infinite Banter Podcast. want to welcome everybody listening to come check out my show, Infinite Banter. The topics are infinite, and I'll banter about anything from hip-hop music to TV to movies, wrestling, comic books, you name it. I've talked about it on this show I've had guests like Who Rock Ski from The Fat Boys and underground hip-hop acts like Dirt Platoon on the show. I've also had actor Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead, Tommy McLaughlin, director of Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, as well as independent wrestlers like Shaza McKenzie and Roxy and legendary wrestlers like B. Brian Blair have all been on the show. So come check out Infinite Banter, where I'll talk about anything from TV to comic books to wrestling to hip-hop music. Listen to the show on all digital platforms, specifically Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, everywhere you hear podcasts you'll hear the show infinite Bancer. so come check me out the infinite Bancer podcast
1: and we're back hey! so, so make sure you go check out my friends they're yes. amazing they're fantastic they're um i just i had the podcast like i've said it a thousand times and i'll say it a thousand times again mm-hmm. it's fantastic they are family and i'm doing better about trying to get through at least a few of their episodes because we all rate and review each other which is what i always forget to say you guys (laughs) (laughs) And i've been (laughs) telling shauna i know i didn't but because i just said that (laughs) it's right here in the beginning of this episode so um i know we have a good majority of listeners on apple Podcasts. so please 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 take the time out to rate and review us um Give us five stars if you're feeling like we deserve it. If you're gonna give us one star, then just don't do it and stop listening now. <laughs> or um, no, no, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. <laughs> if you truly feel it's a one-star review, tell let us, us know what we why, did.
1: please. Yeah, constructive yeah. criticism is always welcome. But How if we, you're gonna just to be it better, yeah. But, just,
0: but if you're gonna be just straight up mean, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, just, it's just silly. Why, don't waste your time listening to us if you don't like us. Yeah, just feel free to turn off. No Speaking. Hate. I've been. I thought I was being
1: on top of our international listeners, and I see you, England. I see your numbers going up. I see you.
0: Yay, Hello, puppet.
1: <laughs> are you guys gone now? I get it. It's fine.
0: Actually, I feel hey, like thank my. You, my so if you hear some That's slurp nice.
1: sounds, slurp sounds, are two <laughs> sounds. If you hear loud noises in the background, my son is here with my niece and my nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know the dogs are here, but we have the tweaker toy on the table, so you're mm-hmm. welcome. But, um I when forgot- we see you that's yeah I see you around. England mm-hmm. every time I'm like your percentage is slowly knocking uh Northern Ireland and Scotland out there but I don't want you guys to go away. I love all of you so very much yes. but Thank I forgot to <clears throat> mention Antigua and Barbuda hey that is a Caribbean country I don't know how I missed them because I was like I'm not gonna lie I had to look it up that's I didn't okay. I didn't know where it was that's okay and I'm like and then I saw it and I'm like, oh my God, I want to do a live show there if I ever, it's so beautiful. So if you guys don't know where Antigua, I maybe Antigua and Barbuda, 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 sure. Bar-ja. Look it up. Jamaica. It's like, ooh, ooh I want to take, take it to not get sued. <laughs> so we're stopping now.
0: But yes, but no, it's just, oh, it's beautiful there. And I'm like, oh. How did you find? Us? We love you. And if there's any murderous yes. stories you want us to cover, let us know. Yes,
1: I'm I'm waiting on it. I'm waiting for an email. I'm waiting. I mean the Twitter thing got me really excited. I think I straight up called Shauna was just like, dude, listen to this. Yes, yes. Okay. We're excited about you, Nate. So, dude, we've got your stories in our lineup. They're they're coming. Yes, Nate. So yes. The Hang first in there. Hang in there. So, yeah. Um, and um, so, we're going to be also working on Patreon episodes. So, if you're not a donator yet, make sure you do that. Because we're going to have special little goodies. And we're going to have good little episodes. And I'm stoked. Yes. So, I'm going to tell you about this little girl named Michelle Funk. Michelle Funk. I'm like, that's, that's yeah. just a Funkin' yeah. note. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I've got a couple of different <clears throat> um, sets of notes for this one. So, we're going to, let's, where are we traveling back to? Back in time. 1988. I believe it's 1988. So, this, um, two she's, this little girl is two and a half years old. 1988? I nine? think it's 1988. I didn't find her birthday, but I know she's two and a half. Okay. So, um... <clears throat> She was spunky, outgoing, somewhat hurried. Um, she uh, just was just a fun little two-year-old girl. My son's three, so I, can, I can't I can even imagine how much fun a little girl is. Just kidding. I have two nieces, and they're pretty rad. <laughs> um, her mom said about her before we're going to talk about what happened to her. <clears throat> oh, the date's right here in front of my face. Guys, I'm trash. Okay, right, here we go. I'm fine. And you're not trash. Shut the fuck up with that shit. <laughs> So, her mom said that she was born with a spirit that was going to survive, and what a story this is going to be for you guys. Hey-oh. We've got some short, shorter stories today, so that's, But like I said, decompressing from Shanda Share, I think this is what we need. So, um, on June 10th, 1986, you know, the other day, um, <laughs> I say that and I just think it's so funny, even though it's a stupid joke, but I love it. So, Michelle and her brother, Derek... He's, uh, so, she's two and a half. He's four. We're throwing pebbles in the creek that um, was... <laughs> I can't read. That cut through their neighborhood south of Salt Lake City. So, we're in Utah.
0: listeners. Hey, Utah. Utahans. 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 Utahians?
1: Utahians. Utahians. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're gone now. Okay. <laughs> Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. <laughs> Any of you have heard about the story? Or maybe you know this girl. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it was 1986. Um, So they're throwing pebbles into this little creek, or it's it's not really a little creek, but it's creek, and Pam was sitting in their yard directly across from where they played from, and for the briefest moment, she shifted her attention to the baby's bottle a few steps away inside the house. I'm assuming, I don't know if that meant maybe there's a younger sibling, and I don't know if it specifies that. I haven't read about this story, so we're learning together. It's Halloween time, of course. All the candy. might have to eat It's fine. He doesn't <laughs> need to eat it. He got sick from either. Yeah. Okay. Giant. If we have to Giant. pause in the middle of this, because Sean is having a low. No,
0: I obviously won't be having a low. i a high. And she'll be having a high.
1: <laughs> and that's the only high she does because she's sober. We almost seven that's years. Right. Ooh, ooh, okay. Just departing from the story. So the next moment. So this this all happens in seven minutes. Oh. So the next moment, she remembered. The mom, this is from the mom's point of view, four-year-old Derek rushing up the lawn saying he was scared and that his little sister slipped off the bank and into the creek's fast-moving water. Oh so <clears throat> this is all from the mom's perspective in this story. And then I've got another one that's kind of talks about more of what happens when she's going in. I mean, it's June, but this water is freezing, Okay. freezing cold. So um pam the mom says i ran across the street thinking there was a chance she was along the bank i couldn't see her i couldn't imagine as a mom Mm -hmm. running up to that and not being able to see your two-year-old so she goes back to the house and she calls 911. and rescue was there in seven minutes okay that's where the seven minutes was um more people kept on coming and the whole day was the worst day of my life so bells canyon creek was turbocharged running uncharacteristically jeez did you hear us how I struggled you know, through? but you did it. Uncharacteristically. High and fast from the winter snow melt mm-hmm. with ice-cold water pulsating down a slope of 1,500 feet from a fall four miles up from the neighborhood. Great. So she called the Bell Canyon Irrigation Company, which at that time was a one-person gravity flow operation manually controlling water flow through a series of gates. So basically, they could control... The guy in charge wouldn't close down the flow, she said. A neighbor, Jerry, rigged it to reduce the volume of water. Search and rescue wouldn't go in there until the water slowed down because you don't want to go in there and you can, lose there more, more lives yeah, more yeah, lives yeah, lost. You know? So I'm like the fact that he wouldn't do it, like what was what was going on with your there's hey, there's Jerry? There. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. There's my kid in the background. So oh. With water pressure, so they eventually got the water pressure and leveled down. Um, search and rescue resumed their grim task. And so this is an hour has passed now since this little girl went into the water. Mm. And um, when a, uh, a deputy sheriff was, oh, they had a probe that they were using along the banks um, near it. And it nudged a submerged rock. And then all of a sudden an arm came to the surface and it was Michelle's. Holy. Two and a half year old. Tiny little arm coming up out of the water. So Thad Moore, he's a one of the volunteer search and rescue members who'd been doing that for 10 years and was a deputy with Salt Lake County Sheriff's Office, lifted her body from beneath the rocks, so her body got trapped under a rock and her her arm just magically floated to the surface, brought her to shore and immediately started CPR. At about the same time, her father, Chris Spunk, pulled into the driveway. Where the heck was he? Sorry. Not Sorry, any gonna...
0: witch's name is Richard.
1: Dick Funk. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the enlightenment in this crazy intense moment of the story. Um Okay, going back to this. So uh yeah, they start CPR on her immediately. A life heli- life flight helicopter um would transport oh. her transport, I, keep transport going. Keep going. I can't say transport across the valley to the primary children's hospital, and her parents followed in their car. Um, so this is Pam saying this, Chris asked what, what we would do if she didn't survive. She goes, I told him when they pronounce her dead, that's when I'm going to think about it. This mama knew this mama knew that sweet baby was going to fight for her life. So Michelle had been in that icy cold water for 66 minutes. And she's Two and a half, two and a half 66 minutes. She had no pulse and her body temperature was so low at 66 degrees Fahrenheit. She could be considered dead. Could be. Should be, but wasn't. So they get her to this hospital. Um it was the doctor that was there was pediatric cardiologist Doctor Robert J. Bolt. I'm sorry.
0: Does it say was her face underwater too? Or was her whole
1: body was submerged. She was completely underwater. She was sixty
0: six minutes. Sixty six mm-hmm.
1: minutes. Okay, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh, I my he, was, he was on Halloween adventures with his daddy and my parents all weekend so his giggle is giving me life and the had Shauna too because my parents had to go to an auction and buy things no they were all
0: sorry babble time hey Shauna we need to do some shopping could you watch him and I'm like sure then they bring him over we did not know when we'll be back so he just brought all of his stuff Mom. <laughs> okay thanks bye and Vince is like <clears throat> you're surprised I'm like I, yeah I know I shouldn't be but yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: Never just shopping with my parents. No, they're
0: just like, take the kid, bye.
1: (laughs) I was at work. You
0: could have just said that. You could have just been like, hey, we're doing other things. Can you have them for the rest of the day since you guys podcast tonight? Yep. So that's what's
1: going on with my parents.
0: So, uh, pediatric cardiologist Robert J. Bull thought
1: otherwise and was determined to give this child another shot at life. He consulted with. Thought otherwise about what? I missed that. Um that, uh, that she should be pronounced dead. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. He okay, was, okay. he was like, I'm not going to just let
0: that be what it is. Yeah, so yeah, I can imagine seeing a little two-year-old a little baby body. Nope.
1: <clears throat> so he consulted the cardiothoracic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, that word, that's not how you say it. Surgeon, Kent Thorne to use a cardiac bypass machine at Salt Lake City's Primary Children's Medical Center in hopes it would stimulate a rapid, rapid, rapid core warming as it did for pediatric surgical patients. So many of the staff members thought he was crazy, and it's just straight up in this article he wasn't. (laughs) He was not. So little hunches, little intuitive hunches. So I think I need to jump over to this one. Yeah. So they use that uh cart heart machine um through the heart and lung machine used in an open heart surgery oh uh it's it helps with extracorporeal. oh my god rewarming involves warming the blood as it is pumped through the heart and lung machine wow. so typically yeah so they use it to restore normal body temperature after intentionally cooling down patients for operations oh I didn't even know they did that well,
0: um, if people have been in surgery the room is usually cold. I've, I've never done, like, super major surgery, but, like, when I've... I guess when had, I've had, had my... My, toss- little, my little Babylonians. <laughs> <So. laughs> section It's fucking
1: cold. <laughs> I guess when I had my tonsils taken out, was pretty cool huh. in that room. So, granted, it was December 21st. Yeah, right. I only remember that because it was Varian's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna make you listen to this, because I'm gonna be at your house by the time this uh, episode airs. But anyways, hey, I love you. Hey, okay, bye. So... <laughs> <laughs> so chilling can reduce brain damage by slowing the metabolism so that's that stores the glucose and oxygen will last longer. Okay. My dog just jumped over the back of the couch because why not walk around to the front of it? So, um Dr. Bull got the notion to try the technique several months before the accident when he became fascinated by accounts of extracorporeal I can't say that word. Extracorporeal? Corporeal? Corporeal, yeah. It. Forming in adult victims of hypothermia. And then he made plans with heart surgeons to use the bypass machine if he had to treat a child with severe hypothermia, hypothermia. And here we are with Michelle. So the use of this machine in this case illustrates the ingenuity that often drives medical progress. Michelle's family and doctors agonized over the possibility that if they succeeded in reviving her, brain. her brain might be damaged, yeah. severely damaged. That was, that was what they were mostly worried about. Um, and... So they said one of the greatest fascinations of experts um, is the survival of victims of ice water submersion defy our expected limits for recovery from and lack of oxygen. But no one knows for how long a human can be hypothermic and after rewarming survive with normal brain, with a normal brain. So um, now I'm going to, okay, I want to get to the part. Yeah, they grabbed her. Oh, okay. So they set up the bypass machine. When they got to the emergency room, they let a team in and started injecting warm fluids into her veins and stomach. This doesn't sit right with me. I don't know why I don't like it.
0: Love
1: it. They squeezed (laughs) warm air through a tube into her lungs. Uh And so about three hours after she had fallen into the creek, she still appeared lifeless. So, I mean, she was underwater for 66 minutes. That's a notion breathe in the water. I feel like she had somehow was breathing. So, yeah, like, um, this one pediatrician who was on the team, Dr. Howard Corneli,
0: <laughs>
1: Um, he said many would have cl- declared her dead at that point. Other staff members thought he was crazy. Dr. Bolt was crazy. And then um, he, Dr. Bolt said himself, we had to decide how hard to push to save her life, you you do not want to be put in a position where you're creating a child that is going to end up in a vegetative state. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So it mentions again about her temperature being as it's crazy that she was in the water for 66 minutes, but then she was also her body temperature was as low as 66 degrees. Like that's just eerie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just me. So um, Dr. Bull also said, that she was just so profoundly cold and that we had a rough idea. She had been under for about 45 minutes. We had a rough idea. They weren't sure the longest period from which anyone had ever recovered with their brain intact. If it had been much longer, he said he would have stopped. So, I mean, they say 45,
0: so how do they 66? They, probably, um, wouldn't they have. probably
1: wouldn't have even tried. Yeah. So they, um, two other factors that they used was finding the amounts of oxygen and other gases in her blood. Although abnormal, were incredibly good under the circumstances. So this girl is just super freaking human. So I'm Yeah, she is. So the other was the absence of any apparent head injuries or broken bones. Um, injections of heparin, heparin, an mm. anti-anticoagulant. Um, would be needed to prevent clots as Michelle's blood flowed through her, her, the heart and lung machine. If she had been injured, bleeding would have been an intolerable risk, mm-hmm. like just hitting things in the river, I'm assuming. So when they her parents arrived, they told them the possible scenarios and that if we rewarm the child, there was a strong likelihood she would have brain damage. And everyone decided to go for it because rewarming her was her only chance. Yeah. So if they put her into a vegetative state, they were just going to... Re- Uh, work with it from there. So they uh, delicately inserted tubes into her narrow blood vessels of her groin and connected the tubes to the machine. It began pumping and slowly her temperature began to rise. So when it reached 77 degrees Fahrenheit, she gasped. Yeah, like that. Moments later, she opened her eyes, and a few minutes later, her pupils responding to the bright lights in the operating room (laughs) narrowed a sign of returning brain function. Then the doctors detected her heartbeat. We realized she had a shot, Doctor said. Um, We were excited, but we were not giving high fives to each other because we remained guarded. So after 53 minutes of her being rewarmed... Low fives. Low fives. Yeah, low fives. Oh my gosh. She was removed from the machine and sent to an intensive care unit. So he said she could still die from pneumonia or other complications. And indeed she had a stormy course for a few weeks. Um, doctors still couldn't be sure that she escaped brain damage. And for a while she could not see yet her parents and doctors remained hopeful. So as she moved on, um, her brain activity showed steady improvement. Um, and after two weeks she smiled when she heard her parents enter the hospital room. And after three weeks she whispered a few words and by four weeks she was using four word phrases and sat up for 10 seconds. So I'm like, I don't know how extensive her, Shana's, Shana's, Shana's cute. but like I mean, my son's finally like he never shuts up, <laughs> and it's great. I, but yeah, for a two two and a half year. Oh no! What's what's the matter? Oh oh, and. Oh. Okay, sorry for my child. Slow little meltdown there, and I'm recording now because the last time when I had that crazy um, car thing happen, I did not push record, but we are recording now, so it's fine. So, sorry. So, um, um, so we were talking about, like, how a two-year-old, like, four-word sentences is pretty great. Um, so, And by the time she left the hospital, more than two months after the accident, so she was in the hospital for two months, so June, July, August, so sometime in August, she finally got to go home. She talked at the level of a three-year-old, and her motor skills were normal, except for a slight tremor in her hands, but it has since disappeared.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: So, after it was clear that she was recovering, Dr. Bolt and the teams revisited the accident scene, documenting the time that elapsed... I hate that word. I just can't say it every time. With each step of the rescue, the doctors learned that Michelle had been extended by 21 minutes, the previous record for survival after um, cold water submersion. So, she... Set a record oh, by being underwater 21 minutes longer than whoever held it previously. And she survived. And she survived. And she's a
0: fucking warrior.
1: Yep. Yeah. So at warmer temperatures, normal recovery can occur if oxygen is deprived for less than five to seven minutes. But when a person is deprived for 12 to 14 minutes, it always results in brain damage or death. So they were trying to figure out um why why did why didn't her body shut down and i think it's in this one like they said that um on top of her you know learning to like say sentences and stuff again and her walking she mastered the words in tune a twinkle twinkle little star um okay so this was the doctors at the time of the accident attributed her improbable survival to an ancient hibernation reflex that humans have all but lost she had profoundly she was she had been profoundly hypothermic but the primitive diving reflex as it's called protects aquatic animal aquatic mammals like seals when deep in the ocean their body functions slow down keeping their brain and other organs in a state of suspension so just because her body somehow managed to do that that's what
0: saved her life like her body i don't know i wonder if it's also because she's so young right I'm, I'm sure she kind of panicked, but she doesn't know it panicked really. I mean, yeah, I what panic really. What it meant, it's just like her body just did what it had to, to, to do. do. Like she didn't have the mentality, if you will, because she's only two and a half. Right. To to have the fearful mindset of the oh shit, what am I going to do? You know, I should do that. Or what did she just? Her body just took over and just allowed it because she doesn't. She didn't have all those other thoughts that would go through somebody older. I maybe right. You know. <laughs>
1: But yeah, so they were just, um, yeah, they just talked about it um, again in this these two separate articles. But um, her case is no guarantee that others, too, would have a miraculous recovery since the factors that determine a favorable outcome in hypothermia are still not known. Like, moreover, many toddlers and young children drown in swimming pools in their this backyard. So they say erecting fences around the swimming pools and other preventative steps should save many more lives than resuscitations with heart lung machines. <laughs> a lot of steps, but that doctor, I don't know. Yeah. shout out to you, Doctor Bolt. Thanks, um, Doctor Bolt. Yeah, you to you to So, but she turned. Um, so this says she turned 33 in 2017, but she's now 36 in 2020. Um, she at this time of this article, I didn't have one um, updated. It said she was a full time dental assistant. At her father's um, Salt Lake City, Utah dental office, Um, she does still have the hand tremel hand trimmels, occasional hand tremors um, that are um, just effects from the accident, considering the potential severity of extended submersion. She does. That's
0: all. That's the only little side of them fuck yeah
1: um she does have to wear glasses um just because you know for a while it said she couldn't see um that's from anoxia i don't know what anoxia is Mm -hmm. um as a child um yeah therapy helped strengthen her physical and cognitive abilities and her sense of balance is off same (laughs) i don't don't even (laughs) have to be an amazing survivor to have my balance not be off but she does she regularly goes on hikes and golfs so i'm like you go, girl. No, like she's, her mom said she's leaving a normal life, and that's not because of anything we did. And she's like, it's it's the way she is. It's her personality. She doesn't give up. And I just, I don't know. I came across that story. I think it was in my. Um, it may have been. I follow several, several, several stories on uh, Snapchat. Some of them are like creepy um, ones, like Dare to Add, and then like just creepy stories. Like they have a bunch of stuff like about serial killers and stuff. That I saw that. And I'm like, huh. That is quite uh, fascinating. Like, like she's literally oh, I was gonna show you, I'll obviously post this on Instagram because I always do. But like, so there's her cute little two-year-old self (laughs) or little bitty bitty self. But I'm like, she's like absolutely gorgeous today. Like she's just a she's stunning. She's a beautiful, beautiful human. She's an amazing smile. So I'll definitely be posting those pictures on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. Um so, yeah, so, uh, that's just a little, uh, nice little short little tidbit story of just an awesome little, like this, um, this article caused her, called it the spirit to survive and I can't disagree. Yeah, yeah. That was just, so that's just my little, my little story. Um, yeah, well, there it is. So on top of, before we get into this crazy, um, real life experience that we, that we, I didn't experience it, but my niece did, but, um, I got to do an interview with Anchor. <laughs> Yay! Anchor. Yes. um, With this amazing lady. Why? Because of you guys. Because, because of- yeah, just being... I really feel in this... It was just an interview talking about our podcast and how we feel about Anchor. And that's where I do all of my editing. It's simple. It's easy. You guys hear the ads every week. And we play those ads because they do earn us money. It's great. But, I mean, so... Um, additional to that, if you want to donate to us, you know, you can, you can do it through Anchor or
0: Patreon, mm-hmm. com slash Podcast, whatever you're feeling so inclined. And know? what do the donations do? They help us to make better podcasts for you. And, um, a little bit of merch-y we're merch. we're getting doing this, this merch stuff. Merch stuff. And you that shit ain't free. <laughs> no. no. cheap to so. do. <laughs> it's
1: not. Mm-hmm. I've already looked into like, um, about being able to make our own t-shirts because that's something that I really think, yes. um, we want to do yes. just so... It'll just be easier not to have to go through like a third party even though I know there's some wicked cool teacher companies that maybe we'll work with in the future but we're for doing for being where we are at we're at I feel you know we're 26 this is episode 26 and I like it blew my mind so on October 18th and I only know it was the 18th we hit 2000 plays it was actually 2005 just because I was begging people to listen to get us over that 2000 mark. And then we're sitting here today, you know, probably, it'll probably be different in two days, honestly, after, um, because, you know, people just t- continue to listen. Uh-oh. Sorry, my child was having a small meltdown. So here we are. But yeah, Three so, year so, yeah, three-year-olds, all these crazy little babies. Um, but yeah, I was talking about this. Yeah, no, but, uh, all the things that we want to do, like, like I said, we're only 27, six, 26 episodes in. and um. Eventually, you know, we, we're, my goal is probably by the time we hit a year mark, which we started June 1st, um, is to be able to regularly do at least two episodes a week, mm-hmm. you know, and just, like, I just saw, I think it was the basic, basic... Mm-hmm. Basic vibe? No, basic something. I can't basic remember bitch. their podcast. Sorry, there is a basic bitch, like basic bitch bo- podcast, but I don't think it was them. It was another one, and they had just hit their year mark, and they're like, we have over 12, 000 k plays, twelve thousand plays, and I'm like, man, I was like, man, I hope we hit that. Yeah. But granted, I'm gonna like lose my shit every time we hit another, you know, five hundred. Like we're like five. almost at twenty five hundred right now, <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap, that's like half of five thousand. That's crazy. So I'm like, I don't know, I just, and our, like our number, our audience has grown. Like it, the way Anchor breaks it down, like it estimates the audience just based off of plays and not actual, like it tracks how many plays per episode, obviously. But like if someone starts from the beginning, Mm -hmm. it tracks all of that. And then the number just, it's, we've gone, we've gone up 25 in a month, which Mm -hmm. I think averaging 25 more humans. So again, thank you. Thank so you, much so, thank so you so much thank you for listening to us two nobodies yeah we are no ones nice in shit. southwest kansas <laughs> <laughs> but we are shit because yes. you guys are here <laughs> you guys are listening we're in 27 countries we're in 44 states 43 44 yeah I don't know. I'm coming for you, Connecticut, Delaware, Maine, Utah. No, not Utah. You're here. Wyoming, Montana, and Hawaii. So 44 states. <laughs> hey. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> if you got friends there, just tell them to get Yes. Especially, please. like, um, I was listening to the weekly variety podcast. And if you guys haven't listened to them yet, please go yes, show sure. them some love. They I think they are only have 16 episodes out, so Thank it's you. easy to binge and listen. It's Kelsey and Tori, and they're the most hilarious chicks. And I love them so much. And we're taking a picture yeah. for the Instagram <laughs> that will, Shauna will send to me and I'll post it tomorrow and she'll post it on Facebook. And it's great because you know. we're both. You read it. Sorry. I'll do it with my phone, but no, but yeah, go listen to the weekly variety because they are some rad human female chicks. <laughs> I don't know why I said human female, but I'm fine. So Yeah, take a picture. Okay. Oh, that's a picture of my wall. I don't I don't want
0: that. I think it's it just still a... getting edited out.
1: All, All right, right, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna edit it out. I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> I right. We'll see. Wow. <laughs> I know whenever <laughs> I was like, Well, I edited that out, I'm like I went back and I re-listened to the episode because I do that, because if I don't well I listen to it while I edit, and then sometimes I'm like, Oh no. Like, I will never forget it. Episode three. Granted, we were three episodes in. I left out 30 minutes. 30 minutes of an episode when I was doing it with Kelly. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, I think someone texted me. They're like, hey, listen. And I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Something was up, <laughs> up there. And I'm like, I was wondering why it was so short. <laughs> it was all fucking 30 minutes. God bless it. So, okay. So, now that we're done totally talking about. Mm-hmm. Our undying love for everyone that listens to us. Yes. We're, we don't exactly have a rabbit hole, but we did um have something kind of scary, crazy go on. Yes. And um, so Shauna's gonna talk to you guys now about this crazy encounter that her child experienced.
0: Okay, so two Fridays ago, I don't know what that date was. Um, I don't. Know. I'll look it up. There's my dog fighting. My the dog's are
1: crazy. So two, two Fridays Two Fridays ago, ago. So that would have been the 23rd
0: okay the 23rd of October um oh my god I just breathed wrong it happens. I'm fine. Uh, my nine-year-old daughter Zabrie wanted to go to the football game with um my in-laws her grandparents and you know if if grandparents want to take our children we're always like yes uh if
1: you're a parent you know what that means <laughs> like I said my child was just with my um with his dad we mm-hmm. get along great. Jeremy, if you're listening, you're pretty rad. Nice and I absolutely adore you. Yeah, I love
0: you. She likes you. It's fine.
1: I love you in a different <laughs> way. But no, we're, we're really, we get along really well. We yes. co-parent like motherfucking bosses because we're the beesies. Bees yeah. nice. I appreciate him. But yeah, so anyways, yeah, okay. Arlo was with him and then my parents and then Shauna and now he's here okay. being a little
0: butthole. So she wanted to go to the football game. And, um, she, she likes to go to football games because it's just an opportunity to be able to see your friends. Yeah. Or after school. And so anyway, and then Xander wanted to go too. He's her 10 year old. And then, um, They're Irish twins. Yeah. Yes.
1: My <laughs> brother doesn't want to control his loins. I'm
0: sorry. i appreciate his uncontrollingness. <laughs> okay. Don't okay. want to throw him yeah, up. Okay, Let's get back on track here. <laughs> and then Arlo was with them too. Yep. Arlo went to the game. Yep. So basically I'm going to, I'm going to summarize And then I I will go into, it might be a little mixed up about the summarizing and how she was telling me the story. But what had happened to my, the best of my understanding is when the football games are going on, and and this is pretty typical, when we had, um, when Peyton was playing football, the kids don't really want to watch. They want to go play with their friends and we allow it. And Vince and I would have them check back with us, you know, like between quarters or whatever. And so... Um I don't know whether your parents do that or not it doesn't matter they they and where it, it is what it is where are we where I'm about to live cuz so I'm going to be moving back there too it's a small town It's super tiny it's, it's a very small town Um yeah. The junior high and the high school are melded together. Yep. It's, it's one. Whole it's one school building, and then there's the elementary school. You used to and consider it a prison, but now I miss literally it so much because I'm an right adult. across the street from each other. Yeah. <laughs> and then you play the football games are played at the elementary school, so that's yep. where the field is. So anyway, just setting the scene. Yeah. It's it's it's, a, it's a picture. Cimarron, Kansas. It's tiny. Um,
1: <laughs>
0: Come find us. So, we're yeah. ready. Look it up. Um, <laughs> so, she. Uh, Zabri decides to go play with some of her friends. Um, typical thing to do yep. when on a Friday football night thing. <laughs> um and I, I believe it was about six friends she was with. Five yeah, or six six, I believe, is the number she provided me. Um, and they wanna go and they, what they do is they go where they usually have recess, so where the swings are and the monkey bars and the bobbity bloops, right? <laughs> Yes, I don't. I don't recall what I was on the field there or the uh, playground there. But yeah. unfortunately, one thing that everybody wasn't partial to, I guess, was that where the playground area is, it's really not that well lit.
1: It's not. It's not at all. So there's, I don't. I think there, there's lights you can turn on at the basketball courts, but I don't even know how to turn them on. Basketball
0: courts are on the complete, on the complete other side. side of the playground. So.
1: We have, like, it's, like, a... It's kind of a wraparound playground. There. Yeah, there's there's two different spots. There's, like, one that, like, um our kindergartners and preschoolers play at. It's a, it's a grade school I went to. And then over on the other side is, like, a bigger set of swings, slides, and stuff, like, the bigger kids play. Yes. So they can kind of keep the kids separate if they have similar um recesses. But
0: where they like to play... Kids yeah. being kids, I guess, I, I, I kind of get it, too. And I wasn't a little basketball player, so I'm not going to be like, I no. wasn't that kid, so nope. I understand Saber wants to be with the swings or the whatever. Yep. Right? Uh, and so anyway, so where they're playing, point being, is that it's very dark. <sighs> so they notice, I'm not sure who noticed it first, but um, there was this tall, shadowy type figure. Huh. Following them or at least around them, right. uh, but in the shadows. <laughs> um and from what Zabri told me, when she what she noticed is she'd see it and then like this person would kind of just disappear in the shadows. So like I I, I think when she said that she meant like like kind of up against the walls of the school because there's kind of like not I don't want to say pillars, but like where the brick kind of yeah. like, pokes out a little bit. Yeah.
1: So, just right. based off how the, the classrooms are built. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like places where you can kind of hide. Yeah, behind or yeah. they're like little wind breaks because that's where we'd all go hide when it was cold. Yeah, we'd yeah, all yeah. gather in a corner and be warm. So, so that's
0: where this and like when they'd say something to this figure, um, this figure would not respond. Um, and then Zabry said that uh, <laughs> that um this is my this, apparently this a big this. She said it had been going on for, like, a while. She said something about, like, six or seven times, and I don't really understand what that means, but what I what what I ended up gathering uh, informatively is that <laughs> when they would walk to, like, a different section of the playground, right, this figure walked, too. Ah! When they would speed walk, because they noticed this figure, this figure would speed walk, too. And I'm assuming during these... Walks and speed walks. They're like, "Hey, who are you?" And no response. Yeah, hello. Um. Then she told me when they ran, this figure ran too. I'm gonna throw up. So. So okay, you know, so this is a nine year old, you know, um, with her friends. I'm assuming eight and nine as well. Yeah. Possibly ten. Xander, I don't know where he was with all this. He wasn't with her doing. So he was playing with his own buddies or whatever. And then also being little nine-year-olds, it's just scary, day. especially around Halloween time. Scary F, Yeah, yeah. Um, and and with all these this shit going on with missing children and stuff yeah. too. Yeah. So, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. So earlier that day, I had had a, yes. I just had a weird feeling. I d- and I and I didn't have a feeling. I couldn't state whether it was a bad feeling. Or what? It was just, just weird. It just, it just, just feel it. It was just something. It, it just something was. Sean is um very empathic
1: and uh, can read into energies hard <laughs> I also can too. So
0: um, you don't believe in that kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's what we're it's talking crazy, about. Crazy you know, It's all energy. Energy, um, yeah, just. So I just, I had, I had an, I just felt off, and and I couldn't, I couldn't state whether it was a bad feeling or not. And here's the the irony is, um, our second oldest son Ethan, also Randolph. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um he he was gonna go visit a friend, and um i and I knew that he had asked me the day before whatever and and we said that's fine, and this friend was in Fowler like, a, a few towns away from Blah. Right. and um he had called because Vince and I had to go claim um the legion that we claimed anyway, okay, so he had called me earlier that day. Asking if he could um, ride around with friends. And um, I said, or before the game. And I said, yeah, that's fine. I said, But just heads up, I have a weird feeling. I said, and I don't know if it's a bad feeling. Or it's just weird. And I go, so please just be very careful. Mm-hmm. Um, and said, check in. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> so like, just when you're cruising around, be careful, whatever. And then especially, and I said, I know I'll see you again before you leave to go to Fowler. And I was like, just, but when you go to Fowler... I'm just gonna put this in your ear now. Make sure that you text me ahead of time. Yes. You text me when you get there and when you're heading home. So so I had an odd feeling and I present it to our second oldest son, and, and he's he agrees wobbly blood that, that he'll make sure that he's being extra safe. Yeah. So back to creepy Friday night creepy okay, so, crawler person. So so these nine year olds have this experience with this person. Um, that's like a shadowy figure, um, following them, walking when they walk, speed walking when they speed walk, running after them in the shadows, them staying in the shadows when they run. And Zabry's not the only one seeing this. This isn't some crazy figment of her imagination. The other kids, hence why they're running and speed walking and yelling at this figure, right? Yeah. But also being these little nine year olds, they're worried. Not about their safety so much. I mean, yes, that's a concern. They were afraid if they go run and tell somebody, like they go run and tell the principal, mm-hmm. they were going to get in trouble for running. I later explained to Zabri <laughs> some situations like that, that you weren't doing anything wrong. So that is the time where you want to get an adult involved. Yeah. You would not have gotten in trouble. So, okay, so what ends up happening? Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, you're fine. She Zabri freaks out, and and there's another little girl. I won't like name names. No. Um, but I believe she was in hysterics too. Zabri was 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 crying her little eyeballs out. Um they're running to the stands um where everybody's sitting. I'm not sure. I, I, I believe they went to this girlfriend's yeah. friend's parents first. Yep. My understanding, also prior to going to this friend's parents or mother, at least, first, was some lady in the stands, got mad at them for being loud, telling them, excuse me, we're trying to watch a game. Could you keep it down? Oh, but I, get... I got really upset about that. And I explained to her that, okay, she didn't know what was going on. And I said, and kids do get loud. Because mm-hmm. at first, it kind of struck a little chord with me, too. I'm like, listen here. Listen, Linda. Vince and I were at home, so you know we weren't at the game. But anyway... That, you know, Xavier heard her little heart. That this lady is yelling at her to be quiet when this there's a guy chasing them. Yeah, right. Or yeah. So I tried to explain to her that I said, you know what? You could have just told her, look, we are going to be loud because somebody's following us. Somebody's chasing us. And um, I said <laughs> it, it anyway. So had the lady known, I basically my, my thing was like, if the lady, you could have made a bigger scene and I'm sure if the lady heard some man is chasing us, she would have
1: changed, changed her tune. tune.
0: <laughs> 100%. Jinx, you makeup Um Sorry,
1: I always want to say the scene from The Office. And if you watch The Office, there's an old man and his name is Creed. And he does that with something. He's like, Jinx, buy me some Coke. And some, <laughs> it's, I love it when people don't realize that's what he says. And then they're like, did you guys know he said this? And I'm like, I say that every time now. <laughs> awesome. and all my friends are like, "All right, okay, I know a guy." <laughs> Never done coke in my life, but it's my favorite joke off the office. So if you guys
0: know that's scene. But anyways, so I, I don't know what happens with this lady, but they get away from her, and I guess they go to Zabri's friend's mom, and mm-hmm. they, crying um, little eyeballs out, nah. um, expl- uh, tell her what's going on, and she then takes, at least the friend. Mm-hmm. she talked to the police because i believe at that time Xavier went to your parents too yeah and told to, my and dad to my in-laws and um crying and 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 don uh nicole's dad my my father-in-law yep Xavier's grandpa Hi. <laughs> um, um chain of family sorry <laughs> sorry um took her or, or i believe the friend came up or the friend's mom came up and said zabri the police want um to talk yeah. with you they, they want a statement from you so um how you guys all
1: know they gave the the best description is what the officer so told her.
0: what the what the the uh, 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 that's all folks. Um uh, turkey Pig style. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness, time But this person, okay, Nicole, how tall is your dad?
1: My dad's about like 6'3, kay. 6'2, 6'3", no, I think he's 6'3.
0: He's oh, tall man. I'm he, 5'11. He's very tall. I'm very much not tall. But um, she's beautiful and I love
1: her. But anyway.
0: So, so this person.
1: Creature was, thing.
0: Yeah. Taller than Grandpa. So yeah. Taller than 6'2", six, 6'3". Six, All the kids confirmed this as well. That this, this. I don't. I keep saying Creature. This person. It's a, it is a human. It was a person that okay, so, was following and basically, them. Basically, you know, those body suits? Because I, I was trying to get Xavier to explain to Desi, did he have hair? And she said, I don't know. And I'm like, how do you not know? Was he wearing a hood? I don't know. He was just covered. And I go, what do you. Was he wearing a hoodie? Was he, you know, and so then she showed me a picture um, from one of the things that she watches that these kids do, it, whatever, one of the many YouTube things that she watches. And they're wearing these body suits. And she said, this is what he was wearing. So those full body suits? Oh, like, are, like they're, they're like they're, they're blue like, or green or whatever. They're like morph suits or something yeah, like, like that. It covers your face, it covers your hands, it covers your feet, it covers your whole body. Uh huh. Look up if you look up full body suit, it's right there. We'll put a picture in the link. Yeah, we'll <laughs> add it to our insta. Yeah, it's a it's a morph suit. Okay, it's so this person, this very tall person, um, that was also skinny. Mm-hmm. Well, they they compared to grandpa, but she said no, he was probably about as as thin as like. He was thin. He wasn't an overweight person. Okay. Right. Sticking in the shadows, very tall, wearing a morph suit or a full body suit to where you couldn't Chasing see his face or anything. around Ugh. at a football game. Um, fucking just. I, and she was. She was hysterics. She was so freaked out. But thank God. She gave the, the most description out of all of the children, uh, and
1: um, if you know my family, we're all a bunch of writers, uh, podcasters now, bloggers. Um, <laughs> we're very overly detailed, and I think we've just passed it on to all of our children. Right. But thank God.
0: No, unless you're Peyton or reason, they don't give you shit. Fair. You, you have to pull <laughs> uh, You know, I want to make sure they listen to this episode because I want them to hear they don't that. Tell you, Jack squat. It's like pulling teeth. You have to ask. Specifics. Anyway, Zabrie provided great detail. Um, she was very nervous. She wanted to come home and to see mom and dad immediately, and and of course, grandma and grandpa obliged and did so. And yes, um, and she did. She, you know, so many people said to me, "Could you imagine a shoe snatch?" I'm like, "Yes." Oh, you don't think? Cool. Of course, that went through my head. Are you like? I I don't I don't I know that's a typical. But it hit me wrong when right. people would ask me that. Like, could you? Could yes, you? of course I fucking could. I. I that I, happened. I don't that happened do, Not that long ago. Do you know what I fucking do as living? I do podcasts with my sister about fucking murders and children and, and shit. Like, we've done way too many children's cases. You know, I I stay home and I watch serial killer shit. You I mean like yes? What I did last night. I just started watching ID since it's free. Right. <laughs> but but yes. But yeah. And, but I'm also grateful. That one thing about is she's not going to do things alone. She definitely is going to be with friends. And, and, and I know, I mean, anything could have happened. So, yes, as um, a parent, yes, it went through my head, the what ifs. Fucking yes, it did. But as opposed to dwelling on the what ifs, yeah, I am so grateful for is what I decided to to switch my focus to. Because right. I've had enough shit happen in my life <laughs> that I don't... Right. You know, I, yep. I've, I've, I've almost literally stared death in the face, <laughs> you know, like, and I, and I, yes, shit fucking happens. And that just made it all the more real. Right. Um, you know, and the thoughts too, like I wasn't fucking there. I right. wasn't there. But that's
1: never, it. Be, like I said, because Saron is such a small, small town, mm-hmm. it's not something it's that's what everyone yeah, says. everybody says
0: it everybody yeah, says it nothing I, every time when i watch something events he's like, that, she's like yeah, that's that you fuck everybody fucking says that I have none, nothing like that. none well.
1: and then we've had some crazy shit go down in summer yeah. even within the last six months there's just in so many crazy things but like it was I uh i want to say it was maybe i was still working at the school so it had to have been more than two years ago because i've been at the casino for almost a year and a half and there was this green van that it was a trafficking van from California,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they were snatching, trying to snatch. They almost grabbed um, a lady's little granddaughter in her front yard in Dodge City, which is just 15 minutes away. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're in the cowboy capital, y'all. Move, bitches. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, smell <laughs> of money. It's disgusting. Awesome. Not a huge fan of country music. Sorry. <laughs> I like country music, <laughs> but it's not my. I have to be in the right right mood for it. But um, no, I have literal literal. I have three human neighbors and the rest of my neighbors are cows and it's my true. son and my son has claimed them. They are his cows. Yeah. So he, he get when, when we get up in the morning, cause Shauna watches Arlo, um, usually two days a week for me. And every morning he goes, I got to say, go morning in my cows. yeah <laughs> It's yeah. the cutest thing. But anyways, getting totally off topic. But, um, this green van circulated through and it, it ended up in Cimarron. And I'll never forget this because my mom at that point in time had a green van. But luckily, we decorate our cars in our uh, sports teams. So there's a bunch of Chicago Bears, Chicago Cubs, Green Bay Packers. Um, they had so many stickers on the back of that van. We we all just got new vehicles this year. But um, that's irrelevant. But that's who I am as a person. <laughs> but my mom ended up getting
0: irrelevant.
1: You're very relevant. No, no, no. I said <laughs> my my. We only got new cars, guys. It's financially drowning me, but it's fine. You don't need to know that. It's irrelevant to the story, okay. is what I was getting at. I'm not irrelevant. My stories are, but if you guys aren't here to listen to us babble, that's what we do here. Uh, but no, uh, but my mom got pulled over because her vehicle was suspicious. But yeah. now, but now there's another there's another vehicle here in town, and he's got. I saw him. I videotaped it while I was singing in my car, getting going to the ATM. It's this silver vehicle here in town. And it's this guy who says he takes pictures of people's properties for his job. And I guess some people have seen the credentials, but some people are like, mm, no, <laughs> but his What's car is his job. I don't, he says he works for like, um, like a not landscaping, but like re- related to people who are going to try and sell their houses. And he takes pictures. But I'm like, most of the houses he's taking pictures of aren't for sale.
0: Yeah, wouldn't you need a fucking for sale sign?
1: Yeah, or paperwork stating, "Hey, or this this property may be getting ready to go on market." I don't know. I haven't read into it a lot. I've been on this stupid okay. dog okay, food reading about it, but I've seen this car. I literally, he was at a gas station that I was at the same night. I didn't, I didn't see the person inside, or there wasn't anyone in the car. But it's a silver like. Almost looks kind of like my vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's a silver, like, almost uh, mini, not an SUV, but a little bit smaller. Um, and it has bright colored duct tape all over it. It's, it's making me nervous thinking about it.
0: So, yeah, you're twisting your hair, like, I know. I'm like, I love he's <laughs> listening. We fucking see you. We see you. Don't do anything bad. All your credentials out there. So yeah. that we don't freak out if we are not a freaky freak.
1: Yeah. But why are you driving a car that's covered in, but it's like, it's like bright, like neon colored duct tape.
0: It's just well, that, okay, but if he's trying to be don't incognito, be, don't that's be not, suspicious, right? So like, so, that, <laughs> so why? that's a big standing out thing. So that's, yeah. Yeah, that yeah changes. It and he
1: just gives yeah. people just a super weird vibe. So if I know a bunch of my local friends listen to this, so if any of you have more about this versus what I just read on that stupid chat site, oh, um, okay. I would actually like some like in depth knowledge. Like maybe I'll have to reach out. I've got some friends who are on the like police force. I'll be like, hey, can I ask you some questions? So what I have
0: question telling Ziggy though side note yeah
1: back to our actual story
0: um <laughs> what well, you know like here she was concerned what if the principal saw us running or and they were not supposed to yell and you know and then the, the lady tough. got mad at me and I you know okay. this is a, this is a completely different situation you're not going to get in trouble for not doing anything wrong you right weren't doing anything wrong um and then trying to explain to your kiddos because little Zanny. He's a tough little cracker. Um, mm. I didn't mean it like. <laughs> I wasn't even going like that.
1: He's a tough nut to I crack,
0: like firecracker. But um, I'm not
1: editing that out because he's a little tough little cracker. Talking about
0: how he could take him in this, that, you know, and I tried to get Grandpa to step in because I said, "Don, you used to be a cop. Can you like let Sandra... You are tough, dude. Yes, but like this is not this is not but, the time. To but be- but I get it. He's but in just- that
1: same sense, I mean him and. Debris, buttheads like,
0: but um, also are like besties.
1: But yeah. yeah, because they're they're the same age for two days. They're like I said, literal Irish twins. And but I think if like I think of that story of this, I think it's like a little five or six or seven year old little boy that was in the it was a something that went viral recently. Um, his little sister, she was like two, was getting attacked by a dog, and he jumped in and had his face almost like bitten off Mm -hmm, almost mm -hmm. he survived another little badass survivor little boy but he's just like he's it broke my heart when he said this he's like if someone had to die it was gonna be me and not my sister and i can a 100% see not only xander but i think any of i mean zabri has four older brothers poor child poor child (laughs) as she's walking by right now say hi zabri hi yeah, that's my our little superhero right here. But anyways, but it um, was just
0: it was more like he was getting very defensive about. how you yeah. could take this person. If there's six of us, and it was and, and Vince and I are just trying to really reiterate that that's not the time to that. Yeah, this is not the time to show how tough or strong. That doesn't mean you're not tough and that you're exactly. not strong. This is when you need to get grown-ups to help
1: you this and is, I, this is... they, I remember when Zebra because Zebra she had to call everyone she called her big
0: brother at college yes. and, he, and he calmed her down. Oh, was Peyton did wonderful it,
1: it was, was super sweet I was... got all emotional <laughs> I'm like what a good big brother
0: because you know I mean
1: some big brothers are just <clears throat> mine <clears throat> would be like meh which I know that's not even true but meh <laughs> just, just fucking take her out but anyways, but no but like and then xabria ended up calling me but she did tell me at one point she's like there were six of us and three of us went one direction and three of us went another direction to try to confuse them and i'm like see i'm like you guys were thinking strategically and they had like a plan where they wanted to go meet with everybody and then go to an adult
0: so, so i just but, but then the other thing was trying to explain that screaming for help doesn't always get the attention you need. Yeah. Um, and then Xavier's and, like, and, "I should have screamed fire." Yeah, that's what I told her to do. And she and and then both her and Xander were like, "Why would you? Why fire?" And like, is that? I said, "It's crazy." It it so alerts really, people. Because it's almost like the the boy who cried Whoa. I said, "You hear kids playing all the time. And they scream for help, like Arlo, when you're playing with Arlo. Like, help, help, help." Yeah,
1: know? I don't always run. But, you
0: know, till but I whatever. hear him. Right, start suddenly you know? sobbing. It, it's just one of the things kids do, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always mean I'm this is an emergency. I truly am in need of yeah. assistance. Yeah. So, you know, I said, if you scream fire, that's mm-hmm. going to turn more heads. And it's going to grab more people's attention Or me. I'd scream. Like fun! You know, yeah. And that's, I think Xander or Zebra said that. I and think so too. Something like that. I, you know, I, something and, to get their attention.
1: If, you, if you're not able to talk get- work, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, oh no, it just hit me. Oh my, oh, my god. god. I was like I wish you guys could have each other's face when that just happened right now. Shiva's underneath the couch or under the couch. We're sitting on the couch. No we're not. <laughs> she's sitting sleeping under the table she's passing some nasty (laughs) guys
0: because i gave her a spree (laughs) the spree
1: said nah son i'm here to ruin your night
0: oh man dogfarts are the worst
1: they're the worst oh we needed that
0: but (laughs) so so yeah so so if the reality hit try to tell your kids you know like be safe i just basically guys just shit happens i'm so grateful that my children are okay now i'm just saving any of those kiddos i mean it could yeah. have been any of them you know right
1: what if he would have grabbed one of them right you know or and, she we don't know what we'll well, kind she, of yeah
0: I, we mean, don't, I don't know i mean super tall women like, women, like you impossible. never it's not impossible but like but with, I'm with a, the world the way it is and like it, it's just the world has changed so much since we were kids it, yeah but if it should when we were kids too yeah but like i don't know um it's just interesting that we do this podcast. We talk about this stuff, and then this re- very real event that 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 fortunately, I said unfortunately, no, 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 that very fortunately didn't end in a way in a horrific, scary. Well, it was scary, for yeah. sure, but like it could have been so much worse. Yeah. and I'm so grateful that it's not. But just you know. Be, be wary, guys. That it doesn't matter how little your town is. Yeah. It doesn't matter.
1: doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in tiny little Cimarron, uh, Kansas or uh, New York City.
0: Yeah. It's, Just uh, be wary. Make yeah. sure you tell your kids to, to keep an eye out, to stay in groups for sure. Yeah. And, as and awful to not as it... be worried if somebody's chasing you or making you feel awkward. Yeah, and you're at a school. It's okay if the principal sees you running and you go run up to that principal yelling. And if y'all see <laughs> me running, about, y'all
1: better start running too because something <laughs> bad is coming and your girl don't run.
0: <laughs> <Bambi>.
1: <laughs> so for running, y'all know something's wrong because <laughs> they don't drive taco trucks around. So I can't chase those because I'd chase one of those motherfuckers down. Be like, you can just <laughs> Mm. If there's a taco truck that wants to sponsor us, I will, I will take payment in tacos. <laughs> but anyways, um, so, and I, I enjoy that um, kind of different kind of babble tonight. Yeah. Um, it was uh but we've got some good stories in store. Um, like I said, we're going to start having Patreon episodes. I'm going to post those on Instagram, too, so you can be like, this is what you're missing. So Ayo. make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloody Babbles. Um, our Facebook page and Instagram our Bloody Babbles Podcast. If you want to send us a email, Podcast at gmail.com. If you're feeling so inclined uh patreon.com slash bloody babbles podcast or you can donate through anchor both work you know whatever works for you guys and
0: like us let us
1: know like us. rate review subscribe do it all like um if you don't want to go on um apple if you're not an apple user um like today uh my anchor app told me it wasn't even a supported person or a supported one that they push out with someone on podcast addict started listening to hey,
0: uh, thanks, podcast
1: addicts. whatever mm-hmm. I, that's another way to listen to us I'm like that's where 2% of our <laughs> listeners podcast addicts well I think we're all podcast addicts. okay go we
0: oh wow. you can go in
1: my room if you gotta go potty uh, no, that one. okay great um uh our intro music is fantasy and world music by the fighters. they've got some really not only like creepy sounds but go listen they like all sorts of different How things. Do you F-I-E-C-H-T-E-R-S Or, if you... the For our intro music, I literally typed into YouTube, eerie but whimsical, and that brought up the um, the sound that we use. I don't remember which video it is. Um, for our bonus episodes that we do on Fridays every now and again, I know it's creepy doll music is one of them that they did. <laughs> and I really like that one. So, But yeah, check them out. But... So um, make sure, yeah, go check out all our our podcast friends. I know I talked about the weekly variety, and we, I've got some promos that are going to be in um, that were in earlier in the episode. So go check out our friends. And Let's, where do they rate and review? Uh oh, god, I didn't finish. Podchaser.com. Okay. Yeah, Podchaser.com. You can go on there. You can like and review us because um, there's like this big podcast awards that are going on right now, and I'm like, I kind of like to be on one of those lists in a year. That's cool.
0: <laughs> So, like nominated or yeah. To be not, you know. to, I
1: think I would just poop everywhere.
0: Yep, there be you go. To,
1: I just vomit and puke and I just ugly sob with joy because yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm like oh my God, literally freaking lights. But, um, yeah, tell our friends about us, especially if you got friends in, uh, you know, Montana or Wyoming or connecticut or maine or delaware or hawaii you know <laughs> or, alaska oh, no we have listeners in alaska. No,
0: but no more people in alaska Same yeah that's actually audience.
1: one of our okay. one of their we have like seven or eight different cities in alaska it just kind of blew my mind but okay well until next time my home skillets yeah babylon bye, bye.